0: Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast.
1: We are closing in on a decision on John ja Morant, and if it's what we're getting hints at, it's not nearly, not nearly enough. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio on Series 6M Channel 80 presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Christopher Canty, and a happy Father's Day weekend in advance to you.
0: I'm not a father, though.
1: I know, but I kind of feel like in spirit, you're you're all of our No, no, no,
0: no, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this is the conversation that we have to have. This, <laughs> this is where it gets socially awkward. Should you wish a happy Father's Day weekend... Two men that are not fathers. Well, we just had that happen, actually, moments
1: ago from Jay Williams. Wished us both happy Father's Day. Lovely sentiment. Me, never been interested in responsibility. Children ruin your life. I'm not a father.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, Father's Day ruins your day at the golf course, though.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we'll talk about that later. I'm going nowhere near it. We got to go, though, near John ja Morant to begin.
0: Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start.
1: It feels like we're going to get a decision today. It feels too perfect, right? Because we had the parade yesterday. It is a Friday afternoon. Adam Silver told us that it was all going to come down shortly after the end of the NBA finals. But you listen to Woj, you listen to some of the ideas out there about what the suspension looks like. Feels like it could be 18 to 30 games as opposed to longer than that. And
0: I'm sorry, that is not nearly enough. No, not nearly enough, but we'll find out sooner rather than later. This has to come at some point today. There's no question about it in my mind. Like, like it's, it's after the NBA Finals. Next week is the NBA draft. You don't want it lording over that. Adam Silver dare not announce the suspension on Juneteenth, which is a national holiday now. So, this is something that has to happen today. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, and that's too close to the draft, in my opinion. You yep. don't want to mar a celebration of the sport with that platform. So, I, I, yeah, I, I think this is going to happen today. And if you're listening to Woj, uh, who framed it up with something north of 18 games or some of the other reporters out there, it sounds like it's it's going to be shy of half a season. And in my opinion, that's
1: just too light. Well, let's listen to Woj on this topic this morning on Get Up ESPN's NBA Senior inside. It's
2: coming soon, and I think there's been an expectation each day since the finals ended that it was imminent. I think there's an expectation that today could be the day ahead of the weekend and with the draft. I think by Monday you're starting to talk more about the draft as a league. So certainly Memphis, the Players Association are preparing for the possibility could come at some point today. It's going to be a significant suspension. What that number is, no one is really sure. I think you can be confident it's probably going to be more than 18 games or more. Why? Because with a new CBA, if you play less than 65 games, you are not eligible for postseason awards. Mm. And so that's something that probably is going to be part of the punishment I would imagine any suspension is 18 games or north.
1: Well, if that's where we're going to begin to set the bar, that's just that, that doesn't do anything for me. We're going to make him ineligible to win an MVP next year? Big deal. This has more to do with the fact that while he did not do anything illegal the second time around, as everybody continues to point out, he did once again break the rules as an NBA player of what you can and can't do. He did flout what happened earlier when he had an eight game suspension and he came out. It all felt very quick, as we talked about at the time. I'm going to go get help for this. And then two days later, he's out from that. He's doing an interview with Jalen Rose to make it all look like he has learned his lesson. And then a month later, he's doing the exact same thing. Kenty, this is showing the NBA that you don't give a damn about their rules. And the NBA has to show John Morant back that, yeah, I don't care what we need to market as far as you're concerned. You're going to play by our rules because the those three
0: letters and that logo are bigger than you, John Morant. That sounds all well and good, but John Morant is a billion dollar athlete. Like he's one of the faces of the NBA. He's one of the faces of USA basketball. This is not a decision that Adam Silver is going to take lightly and then looming in the background of all of this is Adam Silver's relationship with Michelle Roberts and the NBPA, the players' union. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you don't do anything that's going to fracture or fray that relationship because you had a partnership over the last decade that's been very fruitful in terms of being able to have labor peace and being able to monetize that at the highest level. There's a reason why NBA players are getting paid upwards of $60 million a year. You know why? Business is booming. The television contracts haven't been bigger in the history of the game. So it's one of those situations where nobody wants to rock the boat too much. And this Ja Morant situation has the potential to be a powder keg. And they don't want to set that off. That's why you're hearing all the reports that Adam Silver, Adam Silver, whatever discipline that he doles out to Ja Morant, he's going to be in lockstep with the MBPA. And that's why what Woj is saying and what others are reporting – that it's going to be on the more lenient side makes a whole lot of sense, even though we both disagree with it.
1: Yeah, and boy, if that's the case, I guess I would ask Adam Silver this question. I would ask anybody else at the top of the league this question. Is the league folding tomorrow if John Morant disappears is the league going to lose a penny tomorrow if John Morant disappears? But it's
0: not about where the league is at right now; it's where the league is going. And you'd be hard pressed to find any other players that resonate more with Gen Z than that dude, John Morant. You but would be. You like know, he's one, you one don't of the, think the most that pop- next guys coming down the pike. Well, the next guy might be coming down the pike, but John Morant is already here. You're projecting what that next guy is going to be. You've already seen John Morant play at a near All NBA level. So there's no question about his ability. It's just a matter of can you rein the behavior in? And based on what he represents for the league in terms of being able to generate revenue, they're willing to give him a little bit more leash. And and to me, that that is reflected in where they're willing to go and where they're not willing to go with the suspension that's about to be handed out.
1: Adam Silver's done an amazing job, Canty, of making the players – Feel appreciated and like partners in every single way since you took over. Well, that's because they are partners. Yeah. I don't know another
0: sports league no, where no, you no, could but- have the players come out in an uproar and they oust an
1: owner. No, but you you know what I mean. Like where in other leagues, players don't necessarily always feel like partners. Adam Silver makes sure. His relationship with the players is excellent. That has not always been the case in the NFL. NFL players have not always felt like partners when you're going through a non-guaranteed contract. Hell, that, that hadn't
0: been the case in the NBA. It wasn't like that with exactly. David Stern.
1: So here's my point. While that's great, he does need a little David Stern in him. David Stern did this with Carmelo Anthony at the beginning of his career when he was getting in some trouble. And he said, Carmelo Anthony, we will be fine without you. We will make it work without you. And, yeah, you have to be mindful of the Players Association. You have to be mindful of all that stuff. But you cannot let the fact that you have been the most progressive commissioner in regards to relationships with players uh, affect how you are going to discipline a player when he has basically slapped you in the face already.
0: Well, well, you have to also consider the precedent that you set with players— that have issues that run afoul of league policy and or the law. And in this instance, I had a chance to talk about uh, this John Moran situation with my buddy Vincent Goodwill, who works for Verizon Media, used to work for NBC Sports and Yahoo Sports. He's as sourced, as plugged in as anybody to the NBA. And he said one of the things to consider is what the discipline was for Miles Bridges, the former Charlotte Hornet, that Adam Silver uh, laid out in April, which was a 30-game suspension. He said Adam Silver would be hard-pressed to suspend Ja for more games than that because Ja Morant did not break any law. It has not been proven in a court of law that he broke a law. And so to suspend him for longer than a player that actually broke a law and was charged with domestic violence— he would be hard-pressed to pass that with the MBPA. And and that's where the rub happens in terms of how John Morant's behavior flies in the face of what Adam Silver uh, would expect after he sat him down and talked to him, but also in terms of the leeway or the allowance that the PA is going to give Adam Silver when it comes to the suspension that he's going to give to John Morant. I
1: guess my problem there, though, is while I understand it, it's not – Technically breaking the law, it's breaking the rules of the league, and that's twice now. And we saw Gilbert Arenas get absolutely suspended for what—almost a year. But there's a difference. There's, the a di-
0: there's a difference in that situation. It's not the same thing. Gilbert Arenas brought guns to the per- training facility of the Washington Wizards. John Moran didn't bring any guns to the Memphis Grizzlies training center. At least that wasn't reported. Okay, well, we never we, we never saw that. And he's publicly so so bringing guns to the training facility is a very different thing than having a gun in a nightclub in Colorado or having a gun in a car with your homeboy driving.
1: Well, very different thing. If we were still talking about it happening for the first time, uh, I'm good with it. You and I both agree it needs to be more. Yeah. But this is twice. This is twice. How long before I let this get out of hand? If I'm Adam Silver, I have to draw that line between the importance of Maintaining a great relationship with my players, but not being pushed around. And right now, it, to me, if you keep that suspension under 30 games, I don't know that the message is delivered to John Morant. Do you think John Morant right now, based on what we've seen in his behavior, gets it? understands what happened
0: no if it ends up costing him 38 games between the two incidents that he gets suspended for no yeah that's not enough to, to 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 curb the behavior that we're seeing from him and he's he's been known to be an individual that's affiliated i don't want to speculate too much into that but it's clear that he's hanging around the wrong people otherwise you wouldn't have five or six incidents involving firearms with one player over the last two years that's absolutely ridiculous it's an uncomfortable fact pattern But in looking at the range that Woj and others are laying out and and what the suspension is going to look like in terms of number of games, one thing is clear to me. It's not Adam Silver that needs to be convinced that it should be more games. This is the MBPA. Mm -hmm. This is the players' union. Adam Silver is only going to do what they allow him to do, which is why Adam Silver let it be known that he's in lockstep with the PA. That's Adam Silver sending up the smoke signal and saying, hey guys, I might want to suspend him more games. I recognize that the country has a problem when it comes to gun violence, but guess what? My hands are tied because the PA ain't going to let me suspend him more games. The PA is going to try to protect the player in terms of letting him stay on the court and protecting his money. To me, putting that out there is Adam Silver letting the public know Uh in a roundabout way, this is not just a me decision. And I would say, in this particular instance, with the gravity of the situation, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. If you're Adam Silver, you, this is one of those stances that you have to take as a commissioner that could, in part, define your tenure. Let them publicly fight it. Well, well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. It goes back to what you and I just said. Is the 30-game suspension, if that's what it ends up being, enough to curb the behavior? If it's not, if John Morant has another instance, where a firearm is involved and, God forbid, something worse happens, something tragic happens, you're going to look back at this moment and you're going to say, if Adam Silver made a different decision when it came to the suspension, would that tragedy have taken place? It's a hypothetical, but unfortunately, when it comes to gunplay and gun violence, it's one of those things that we have to think about in terms of the behavior of the player moving forward.
1: Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. So, that is the question to you. If John Morant does get somewhere between 18 and 30 games... Would Adam Silver be getting it right? Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We will open the lines right now and get you involved early and often on the program. Canty and Carlin
3: in for Greeny. ESPN Radio. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com.
4: Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
0: Greeny, the podcast. Big fella, I want to correct something. I was talking about Michelle Roberts, who is the former executive director of the MBPA. She stepped down after the pandemic. The new executive director is Tamika Tramalio And when we were talking about the John ja Morant suspension, I wanted to make it clear that this is not just an Adam Silver decision. This is also involving the MBPA and Tamika Tramalio And the EC is going to have a lot to say about how far Adam Silver can go with the discipline that he doles out the and, job. And to your point earlier, I think if you're Adam Silver, you do
1: – Not worry about that as much if you can in this particular spot. Let them look like the bad guys fighting publicly on behalf of John Moran getting a shorter suspension. Let's bring in Tim McMahon, ESPN NBA reporter. You hear him all the time on the Hoop Collective with Brian Windhorst and Tim Bontemps. And if you don't, well, that's your problem because you learn an awful lot more about the NBA each and every time you listen. I know I do. Tim, it's Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. We appreciate the time. First of all, what is your read on the whole John Morant situation as we all expect it to come down today?
5: Yeah, certainly setting up for a nice Friday afternoon <laughs> news dump tucked between the uh, the NBA finals and obviously the draft next week. Um, and look, Adam Silver essentially was embarrassed by Ja Moran. I, the perception is he let him off pretty lightly uh, you know, during March after the whole incident at uh, Shotgun Willie's, And essentially, it, it was an eight-game suspension, but he'd already missed six games by the time the suspension was handed out. So he, he basically docked him a, a, a couple of games, and Josh said all the things that Adam Silver wanted to hear and then did none of them. Uh, basically, right after the season ended, I mean, the weekend after the season ended, ja was promoting parties in Atlanta clubs. He's on video drinking tequila straight out of the bottle, which it's his right to do. But if you're if you're trying to, you know, uh, present the the image that you are, are cleaning up your lifestyle, that's not a great idea. The next weekend, you're waving a gun around on your buddy's Instagram account, and so, you know, Adam Silver, he is huffed, he's puffed. And, you know, we'll see just how much he blows the house down when they announce the suspension.
0: Tim, we've had Woj report that he believes that the suspension will be north of 18 games. I talked to my buddy Mm -hmm. Vinny Goodwell, who said the cap on this suspension would be around 30 games, and he cited the precedent when it came to Miles Bridges uh, and the Mm -hmm. domestic violence charge and how that was actually a player breaking the law. In this instance with Jai, he did not break a law, so he felt like anything over 30 games would be excessive and something that the MBPA wouldn't sign off on. What have you heard about the range with the discipline that Adam Silver is going to give Ja in the coming hours, coming days? Yeah, I,
5: I think that's the range that we're looking at. Um, obviously, he's going to come down significantly harder than the eight games that Ja got in March. And, that, you know, Adam Silver during his press conference at the NBA Finals cited two things. One is kind of the precedent, right? The The precedent that's been set Uh, over the years and uh, the other thing is uh, an individual player's history you know the fact that John Morant is uh, you know has a situation that is in the commissioner's hands for the second time in a matter of months you know that that's why we're talking about a suspension of this link but I I would agree that uh, over 30 games that that's going to be tough to justify because The simple fact of the matter is John Moran did not break any laws, but he did, uh, you know, he did engage in conduct detrimental to the league, which, you know, there's a kind of a wide definition of that that's up to the commissioner to define. Um, But these are things that were laid out very clearly to him. Um, And he, he nodded his head, he said the right things, and then he did the opposite.
1: Tim McMahon, ESPN NBA reporter, joining Canty and Carlin, in for Greenie, on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Tim, at what point do the Grizzlies start to look at John Morant differently when they are considering their future? Or are they at that point already? Where they have to consider, maybe this is not the guy we want to build around.
5: I, I think you—they have to start looking at him that way. Now you—you you hope for the best and plan for the worst. And unfortunately, uh, you're dealing with a lot of the worst. And I, you know, I know that the Grizzlies have kind of—you know—they're looking at themselves and you know how much did they enable this type of behavior. You know, it's a delicate dance in the NBA when you get a young superstar like this, let's just be honest. There's a lot of coddling, enabling going on around the league. You know, there were, there's a lot of issues that John Morant had before it it reached the point of a suspension and and the Grizzlies, you know, they did a lot of efforts to, to cover up and to excuse and, you know, again, to enable. So they, they've got to look at themselves in that way. But as far as whether, look, Memphis has never had a player with this kind of a talent. They might never have another one. So I think that uh, you have to, as the Grizzlies organization, uh, exhaust every possible way you can have to maximize this guy's potential. But the simple fact is, you know, the, the harsh reality of this might not work out is slapping them in the face. Now, way too early to to act upon that, obviously, if it does reach a point of uh, maybe it's in your best interest to explore trading John Morant, the time to do that is not as he's about to have a long suspension announced or while he's in the midst of a long suspension. Um, But, you know, a a franchise that certainly seemed to be on the path towards being a long-term contender is it's, it's been rocked over the last few months.
0: Talking with ESPN NBA reporter, Tim McMahon on Greeny and Tim, um, from the second overall pick in the 2019 NBA draft to the first overall pick, Zion Williamson, his relationship with the New Orleans Pelicans. From what you're hearing in NBA circles, how real is the speculation around the Pelicans potentially moving Zion ahead of the draft next Thursday?
5: Uh, it, it's real. Um, you know whether it happens or not remains to be seen. Obviously, that in large part likely depends on um, what you know what offers. Are out there, but look, the uh, the Pelicans moved on yesterday from an assistant coach Teresa Witherspoon, uh, WNBA legend. But when you look at that from uh, the the NBA perspective, you know that is the coach who uh, was the kind of the most trusted voice on that staff with uh, with Zion Williamson. You know, and that, that's kind of a, just another hint of hey, the Pelicans are are thinking about this franchise post Zion already. Now again, they've got to get a deal that makes sense, but unfortunately, his value is is you know it's taken some pretty significant hits when you're when you're hardly ever on the court. At some point, it doesn't matter how spectacular you are when you are actually on the floor when it's when it's not very often. And then you have obviously the conditioning concerns, you know all that stuff. And then there's just when you're high maintenance, you can't be low. You know you can't be low games, right? Uh, I always, I always say there's a pain in the ass to production ratio and he's high on the pain in the ass and, and way too low on the production simply because he's not on the floor very often.
1: Tim, I got one more on the Mavericks who you obviously cover a great deal and that with Kyrie Irving. Um, this is kind of an interesting scenario because we hear about him and the Lakers an awful lot, but we've also heard Mark Cuban basically indicate he's going to do what he has to do to keep Kyrie there. Where are we in that situation?
5: All indications from the Lakers are they do not plan to make an aggressive bid for Kyrie Irving. Uh, even if they did, um, they could not get near the max type of money unless it's a sign and trade type of scenario, which you know the Mavericks obviously wouldn't be motivated to cooperate with if they're trying to keep him. Um, and while Mark Cuban has has said uh, Kyrie Irving's a top priority, he he basically shot down a question about uh, whether he's a max player, so he's not going to negotiate the media. Uh, I can tell you Kyrie Irving thinks he's a max player. Certainly, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving, if he feels disrespected, I think you can ask Brooklyn how that uh, plays out. So, you know, we'll see how the negotiations go at this point with the, the qualifier that things can certainly change, uh, you know, in the, in the days leading up to free agency in the days to begin free agency. But at this point, I do not believe that Kyrie Irving has a better option than to return to Dallas. Um, you know, maybe the Rockets emerge as a, as a bidder if they lose out on James Harden. Um, but again, that, that to me is something where it can drive the price up for Dallas, but it's hard for me to sit here and tell you, I think that joining a rebuilding team in Houston would be a, would be a better fit for him than, uh, than staying with the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. if, you know, if, if the, if the price is similar, Tim,
1: as usual, great insight. We appreciate the time. Adios, amigo. I <laughs> uh, Appreciate it. Adios. That's Tim McMahon, ESPN NBA reporter joining us. Catch him on the hoop collective podcast. Follow him on Twitter at ESPN underscore McMahon with an A it's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. And the question to you was if the suspension does turn out to be 18 to 30 games for John ja Morant, would Adam Silver be getting it right? We open the lines, you respond. Let's start with Charles up first on ESPN Radio. Charles, what do you got, bud?
5: Good morning, guys. Um, love listening to you guys. Carlin, you're one of my favorites, man. Those big guys got to stick together with food. You know what Giddy I'm Getting up. But That's right. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with this whole thing with John Morant, here's my problem. This will be his second time, even though Chris Canty said, you know, he didn't do anything illegal. But when you really stop and think about it, look at all these kids that look up to John Moran. We all know kids, you know, they follow their favorite players, their favorite stars, but with him doing this, waving guns around, these kids could possibly think, well, if my favorite celebrity is doing it, I can do it too. You know what I'm saying? So uh, 30 games to me isn't enough. He needs to be held accountable for what he's doing. And to me, it just seems like, you know, he's like, I'm the superstar, so they'll just give me another slap on the wrist. I can give Adam Silver. Chuck, Chuck, uh, you're not Chuck.
0: Chuck, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And Carlin and I both agree with you. But I I think where Adam Silver gets to a a tough spot or a difficult place is with the MBPA. The players union is not going to allow Adam Silver to suspend John Moran over a third of the season, especially when he's broken no law. That becomes the tough part because I get what you're saying in terms of the league needing to protect its image, protect the integrity of the entertainment product, all of the things. You're right, with the exception of the fact that John Morant did not break a law. If he didn't break a law, how can you justify suspending him for more games and taking more money out of his pocket? The only way to do it is to
1: say that it may not be a law. It is a rule of the league. It is a rule of the league that you have now broken twice.
0: But you, but you had a player that literally broke a law. Yeah, and it was domestic violence against a woman, mm-hmm. and he I'm got suspended. And right. he got suspended thirty games. Yep. So how do you expend, suspend John Morant for more games than that? That literally happened in April, mm-hmm. where you doled out that suspension. How can you then turn around and give John more time, more more games? And he didn't break a law. See, uh, to me, it's a little whataboutism with it. but It I is. There's no, there's no doubt about yeah. it. But that's the gray that the union is going to live in. And that's the problem that Adam Silver is dealing with.
1: Abraham is up next on ESPN Radio. Abraham, Abraham, what's going on, bud?
0: How's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, I, I
5: just, I, 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 you guys made a good take earlier. This is about the future, not what he's done. And that's, that's a good point, you know, when it comes to the domestic violence case. But the domestic violence is looking back at what he did. This is looking back at what could happen, who he associates with. I mean, what's worse for for the PA if in a year from now he comes out and he has the gun? So he's not posting it on Instagram, but somebody rolls up on him with a gun and he has to shoot that gun now. What happens then?
1: Well, that's see, uh, you bring up a great point there, Chris. That's what bothers me, too, is that you, in essence, when you're continuing to do that, uh, are inviting guys to test you as a tough guy.
0: Well, it happened already at Indiana. Yeah. It happened already. Yep. Where one of his buddies is now banned from going to NBA games because there was the incident with the laser pointer, quote unquote, yep. that was thought to be a laser sight on a on a firearm. Mm-hmm. Again, another firearm situation with Ja Morant. It's an uncomfortable fact pattern that we're seeing with Ja, and that's why you and I both thought that Commissioner Silver should be more heavy-handed with the suspension, but. I don't think it's going to go down like that because the union's not going to let it. And to Abraham's point, the union will worry about a potential tragedy when that gets here. The union is thinking about the here and now and sure. any kind of precedence that it would set for future players that would you know, violate the personal, personal conduct policy that the league has in place. If the players don't break a law, then the union is not going to be on board with taking a guy off the court for half the season. I mean, more. listen – it sounds
1: counterintuitive when we talk about that because the union is supposed to look out for the player. And, you, ha-
0: and you have a player that is potentially threatening other players You are not looking at an out. NBA game. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Bill's next, ESPN Radio. Bill, what do you got, bud?
4: Good morning. Thank you very much for taking my call. From a union perspective, like Chris saying, the union's not going like, to let it go. But I- I've been a union worker all my life, and there have been situations where the union will tell the guy, you got to take the hit, man. How many NBA players have come out and spoke out about gun violence and police brutality and, and treating minorities poorly? And they're right. The Players Association is made up by the players. They have. This is a situation where they got to tell them, dude, whatever it is, it is, because you're wrong here. You're 1,000% wrong. You didn't break any laws. But there's three reasons why you own a gun. To protect yourself, for sport like target practice, and for hunting. Waving a gun around in a club or a car is none of those. He's totally irresponsible. He's been told already once, and the Players Association is going to look foolish. Like Carlin just said, let them argue it out in the public. You're going to look foolish. See, i tell you, wrong. this is – There's this no I uh, the,
1: the, appreciate the call. This is going to be fascinating to see how this is handled later today. And, and, Chris, like, do you think there's a chance that this would get ugly, or do you think it's just Adam Silver's going to – Adhere to that to keep it from getting ugly between the players' association. No,
0: the, the suspense is going to be in that eighteen to thirty game range. It's not yeah. going to go north of that. Man. It's not. But I mean, uh, to that last caller's point, I, I get it. Like I've been a part of the union. I was a part of the NFLPA. I, I was on the board. Like I, I understand how all of the things work when it comes to stuff like that. But when you don't have a when you have a player that didn't break a law, it's hard to justify taking half that guy's salary for a given year. John Moran is scheduled to make, and this is an estimate, $35 $35 million this year. $35 million. So you're going to tell me that you're going to take $17.5 million from a guy when he didn't break a law? When he didn't break a law? That's rich. That's awfully rich. Now, I get it. The perception is reality, especially in sports and entertainment. And I get not wanting to perpetuate a behavior uh, in, in a group of young in, in young people, when we already have a problem with gun violence in this country, but but you can't use John ja Morant as the poster boy for this. You yeah, just the,
1: can't. The thing I'd say to John Morant at that point is: is your life worth seventeen and a half million dollars? That's what I would say, because we're not just we're trying to get a message across to you too. And and for me, if whatever I need to find that number, Chris, that gets the message across to him that changes the behavior.
0: Well, well I, I'm with you. But they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he what he represents to the league in terms of generating future revenue, right? John Morant is a billion-dollar athlete. Forget about the $200 million contract he's already on. He's a billion-dollar athlete, a billion-dollar brand. He resonates with a lot of young NBA fans. The league is not just going to throw him away. So that's a part of the math when factoring in how many games to suspend him. What's also a part of the math is what the MBPA is going to allow Adam Silver to do.
1: You're giving us some great contributions. We're continuing with your calls on this. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If it is
3: 18 to 30 games, is the league getting it right? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast.
1: More of your calls on the potential suspension of John ja Morant in one minute. Shohei Otani in the zone last night. Picks up his sixth win. Uh, goes six innings, two runs. It's his 22nd home run. He's got 105 strikeouts in 82
0: innings. So he's leading the league in home runs, and he's leading the league in opponent batting average. Opposing teams are batting 178 against Shohei Otani. 178.
1: In the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone.
0: Does it get to 600 million? It's at least five. I don't know that it gets to six, though. There there are only so so many people in the marketplace once it goes over four. It only takes one. Uh, I'm with you. But he's got to want to be there, too, though. So
1: are you bothered by the fact that people wish you a Happy Father's Day and you don't have kids? I just find it strange. It It is odd. It's one of those strange things. I feel like I should... Jay Williams did it to us as we were in the green room, in between shows, and neither of us have kids, and you feel like... It's like men of a certain age are just assuming that they have children. It's almost like, but Jay, I I don't have kids. But it's almost
0: the assumption that there's something wrong with you if you don't. You see what I'm saying? If it's like Happy Father's Day, and they are like, wait, I'm not a father, but you thought I was because you would think a man that's 40-plus years old should have kids. Are you getting your father something for Father's Day? I was going to get him a damn phone call and say, <laughs> Happy Father's Day, but Mel, Is there a but Mel, my wife, advised me against this. She said, No, you can't do that. You got to get him something for Father's Day. So... At some point in one of the breaks during the show, I'm gonna order him some golf balls off of Amazon. Wow, that could not and, have sounded and, and more say,
1: half-assed out of your mouth. And, right and, and, wish,
0: and wish him a happy Father's Day, and tell him don't lose all of the golf balls on the same hole. Wow, there you go, Happy Father's Day. Congratulations. Wow. Listen, man, Father's Day is not the same as Mother's Day. We know that. It's just not the same. We'll see if you and feel you that know, way you know in how, a couple you, of years. You know how you know it's not. You know how you know it's not the same. Yeah. It's because when you go to the golf course on Father's Day. Yep. How long does it take you to play around
1: the golf? I'm not going to the golf course on Father's Day because I'm not an amateur. I don't want to play in seven hours.
0: Exactly. But if you go to the golf course on Mother's Day, how long would it take? I'm you? playing thirty-six holes. Exactly. Because there ain't nobody out there. Yeah. A round of golf would take you what? Three and a half hours? Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> you
1: suckers are taking your mothers out to brunch and all it and your you exactly. know, your wives out to brunch because exactly. they have kids. Not your mothers, but your wives, you know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I hate to put it this way. My mom's ninety. I I go see her. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the golf course. on the way to
5: the driving <laughs> race.
1: <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio Ryan up next on ESPN Radio. Ryan, what do you got?
5: Chris, Chris, thanks for taking my call. Um, just wanted to make point out to Canty that um, the one, the full year suspension kind of president was set by the NFL with the guys gambling in the facility, which also does not break the law. And I, well, I agree, he does not deserve a year suspension job. But I think a lengthy suspension kind of precedent has been set there.
0: Would, would you say the NFL?
5: Yeah, the NFL guys that got suspended a year or six games for gambling inside the facility, not really breaking a law, but breaking an NFL rule.
0: Yeah, but, NFL. but that's the NFL, though. That, how is that setting a precedent with an NBA player? It's a different league. He's think, talking
1: yeah. about it being a, a a a rule for the league that Ja is breaking as opposed to the law, but it's it's apples and oranges because yeah. one is talking the, the, about the the, the, rela- integ-
0: the relationship between the NFL and the NFL players is different than the relationship with the NBA and the NBA players. It's more of a true partnership with the NBA. Yep. You know what I'm saying between the owners and the players. You don't have that dynamic in the NFL.
1: Quickly, Shane up next on ESPN Radio. Shane, we got 20 seconds.
5: Hey, I appreciate you. all Uh, My biggest argument about this is what I'm hearing about. um, I hear it all the time, too, about how uh, punishment can be so severe because they didn't break any so-called law. People all over this country are losing their jobs every day for not breaking laws for breaking rules of the organization they work for. I mean, that's a fair point. That argument really don't carry a lot of weight with me.
1: Now listen, that's a completely fair point, and, and that's the thing. Like, I used to make this argument
0: about drug testing, too. If you're working for a private company, you've got to go by what their rules are. Yeah, but here's the difference. John Moran is the, one of the best in the world at what he does. That's the difference between him and the everyday person. It's a different level, and that's why they want to extend him every opportunity to fix it.
3: Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio